0: I'm going I have to say, like, sorry to my mom real quick, because it was actually the best waffle I've ever had.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it came to our table piping hot. It was ooey gooey. It was crunchy. I'm a spicy girl. <laughs> I like
2: my food um, spicy. Okay. <laughs> the
3: holy moly
4: Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by the following sponsors whom we gratefully acknowledge for their steadfast support during these uncertain times. At Redwood Credit Union, we help people achieve their financial goals together, offering customized, full-service personal and business banking for the North Bay and San Francisco. Redwood Credit Union. Total Wine and More offering more than 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and 3,000 spirits. Total Wine and More now with nine Bay Area locations. TotalWine.com. The Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com.
5: It's the national recognition for healthcare equality.
3: It's a thousand things, big and small. that health. Leslie Cirocco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now, we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two, go check them out to see what they think. This week, our three guests have one thing in common. They don't eat meat. Executive assistant Danielle Pace organizes a visit to her spot for plant-based Filipino classics in South San Francisco. And student, Sharon Bansal, is all about sharing knowledge. She takes us to Sunnyvale for her favorite Israeli street food eatery. But first, software engineer, Satya Patel, calculates the benefits of a visit to his San Francisco Mission District destination. It's an Indian place where he can always find a vegetarian dish or two, but also provides options for his carnivore friends. This is Curry Up Now.
6: We are not your mom's food. We're not your grandmom's food. This is Indian food done curry of way. So since we started on a food truck, the food was very food truck friendly to begin with. Burritos, quesadillas, tacos, sexy fries, which is just like poutine. We wanted to do Indian food in a different way. We wanted to disrupt how Indian food is done in the U.S. So it's fun, it's quirky, it's, you know, I call it stoner food sometimes. I call it, it's just... It's, it's different. All the dish names, the recipes are stuff that I created with my wife, my family. There's nothing like the mission. We just love being here. This is home for us because our number one seller is a chicken tikka masala burrito. And obviously the burrito is, is, is mi- as mission as it gets. So when COVID first hit, first couple of weeks were borderline depressing. Uh, but then, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're restaurateurs, we're resilient people. This is what we do. We're thankful that our guests have just continued to support us. We're still doing some catering. We're feeding hospitals. We have an initiative called Roll It Forward, where our customers donated and then we matched meal for meal. So we're donating that to hospitals or even to homeless shelters or even to hospitality workers who don't have a job right now. So yeah, I think we're thriving. That's that's all I can say.
0: So, when you walk in, it's a, it's kind of a cool vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it has a lot of energy. And I think a lot of it comes from, like, the art and, like, the music and all that stuff going on. Super <laughs> vibrant, super mm-hmm. colorful, like, all the walls. Tell me mm-hmm. about one of the
3: dishes that you go back for.
0: Yeah, so the tikka masala burrito is always what I go to. So that burrito is delicious. It has like uh, chickpeas in it and rice and paneer that's super like soft and delicate. Usually like uh, Indian food comes with some sort of carb because the the flavors are usually very strong mm-hmm. and it needs to be like mellowed up by something. Mm-hmm. Instead of the normal naan or prata that they have for like Indian food, they actually use tortilla, which is actually like a more mild, more salty, more mellow flavor mm-hmm. that really like plays with the dish and brings out the ingredients in the inside. Right way more as a result.
5: Talk about your experience, Sharon. So I really liked Curry Up Now. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a few dishes that were like standouts and were I would definitely go back for. So I would definitely order the Kati roll again, because there was just like a really thin layer of omelet in there, and I really enjoyed that. And something that's unique to Curry Up Now, which you don't usually see in a lot of restaurants, is that they have a vegan option, which, you know, really comes in handy for you, Danielle. They have the plant powered uh, protein, which is like, I don't know, I think it's made of soy, but, um, I was trying to stay away from like more, you know, cheese-based uh, dishes, so I went with that, and it was such a good choice. It was like a melt-in-your-mouth protein, so I ordered that with the gati roll and then the biryani and. I pretty much got into everything because it was Well tell me was, about some more of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, nice. So I came with um, a friend, a coworker who also ate meat. Mm-hmm. So he got the Death by Tikka masala plate and he got the chicken. And I tried a little bit of the curry and right. it, w- it was pretty
1: good, yeah. And I, I would really recommend it. Yeah. You
3: enjoyed that. Yeah. What about right. you, Danielle?
1: So I had the Peace Love Vegan mm-hmm. it's the tali. So it comes with separated dishes accompanied by the roti and the naan. So, I have a little bit of OCD, so I don't like my food to mix and match. <laughs> so, it was great <laughs> to have that to where I could just dip and dab into each little piece. Do you
3: eat everything, one thing first, the next thing, the next thing, or do you get to? Yeah, I do. You do.
1: It's well to be picky, you. but you know, a hey, who does that, no? But yeah, mm-hmm. but just the lentils and the rice, and then also uh, the vegan substitute meat. That was yeah. great. Yeah. I actually ordered a side. Of that to go.
3: <laughs> so they, they had a vegan, not only vegetarian okay. friendly, but vegan friendly yes. options as yes. well. Yes. Yes. Okay. And did you have anything else?
0: Yeah. So for the first time, actually, I tried their appetizer, which was holy moly fried ravioli, which was delicious. It was like incredibly amazing. Yeah. But the seasoning on the outside is actually warmer, more uh, spicy, more like delicate. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like it brings out the flavor of the warm cheese and then the breading, like a lot more as a result. And I really love that. You just wanted really to good. order it again. <laughs> holy
5: moly fried ravioli.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everybody honestly. say that. The holy holy moly, moly fried
5: ravioli. Fried ravioli.
1: Yes. Yeah. Did you have that? I did. Okay. It was so good. Normally I don't eat dairy or eggs, but I made an exception in this process. So yeah. it was. It came to our table piping hot. It was ooey gooey. It was crunchy. The tikka masala sauce was outstanding. So I would definitely get that again. No, no. no.
5: So are you spice lovers, heat lovers? I'm a spicy girl. I like my food (laughs) spicy. Yeah, as long as I have something to cool it down with. So I got the mango lessee, which was, you know, the perfect compliment. Mm. The food, it wasn't that spicy, but I still enjoyed it a lot because there was a lot of flavor.
0: It's like a yogurt based like mango drink basically. Mm -hmm. So it's much sweeter than like most other drinks I would say, but it's also tangy, it's also salty, like it has those other notes in it. Right. So it's not just like an overpowering sweetness that just right. covers the dish. And it
3: helps sort of offset the spice when you get a spicy yeah. dish, right. absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And did you have any other dishes? You know, they do have sexy fries. I ordered the sexy fries.
5: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so the sexy fries were, I, I mean, I liked it, I enjoyed it, but the fries did get soggy, so probably wouldn't order them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I had the deconstructed samosa, had like these tiny little samosas along with the big samosa and they had the chickpeas and the little salad that they put on it, like the tomatoes, onions, how classic Indian food usually is. And right. it was pretty It was pretty good. I would probably order it again, yeah. Do, yeah. You,
3: do you get that when you go?
0: I've had it before, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I actually thought it was too spicy. So I was yeah. just like, oh, it's OK. I enjoy it, yeah. Or I mean, like, I got the mango lassi, too, which, like, helped a yeah, lot, obviously. Yes.
3: Did nice. you have
5: any desserts? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I had. You knew I'd get there.
0: <laughs>
5: yes. Um, I had the hot balls on ice, which is essentially the classic Indian dish gulab jamun, and uh, accompanied with kulfi. I've actually oh. never had those two dishes together. They're usually separate, but it was probably my favorite thing at the restaurant because it was perfect. It was just like super hot, melt in your mouth gulab jamun with the cool kulfi. It just I did burn my mouth when I ate <laughs> <laughs> when I ate a bite of the glob jamon, but, you know, the kofi helped, and before I know it, it, was, like, gone, and I was like, wait, where did it go? <laughs> I was like, should we order another one, because I'm, yeah, but it, it was really good, yeah. yeah
1: what about you? Did, did you have yeah, any room we, for dessert? I, I, had, I had the hot balls on the yeah. ice, mm. and, yes, but the ice cream with the nuts was a contrast to all the other stuff I had ate, so <laughs> right. I cooled yeah. my mouth down. Yeah. Me and my friend fought for the little remainder, last little piece, right. but, yes, I did burn my mouth, uh, <laughs> being greedy. <laughs> but um, no, it was it was wonderful. Do really you ever good. get any
3: dessert when you go, or do you have any room?
0: I didn't actually, yeah. so I didn't have any room because the food and the portions are like excellent. Yeah. But what I'm hearing is it actually makes me want to go back and get it. Yeah. <laughs> so get the dessert. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the gulab jamun. That was and your favorite
3: part. You said was it was my, my favorite meal. part. Yeah. Yes. Would go back for those hot balls on ice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm going back <laughs> for them too. <laughs> yeah. All, right.
3: Yeah. All right. This is your spot. Give us a quick summary.
0: For colorful, well-priced Indian street food, I'd recommend Curry Up now.
1: Okay, and Danielle. For a great Indian food with a, a Bollywood twist. And vegan options, try Curry Up Now. Okay, and cheer For a crazy cool menu with the best ambiance, I would check out Curry Up
3: Now. If you would like to try Curry Up Now, it's located on Valencia at 17th in San Francisco. It's open for lunch and dinner every day, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $15. <laughs> in Sunnyvale is known for serving sumptuous Israeli Mediterranean street food like falafel, shawarma, and hummus. With menu items for vegans and at a separate counter, choices for meat lovers, this
7: is Falafel Stop. Hey, how are you doing? Sunnyvale, actually, it's the melting pot of Silicon Valley. It's right in the center, extremely friendly. Helpful people, welcoming any sort of new ideas. Falafel came from when I was a kid. I was taught how to do that by an older gentleman, and uh, through the years I kept that recipe and I uh, added some of my own uh, touches, and that's it. Simplicity is the best ingredient for anything. The secret for the hummus we use 100% tahina base, which comes from Israel organic chickpeas. And it's obviously done fresh on a daily basis. And we do about six batches per day. We don't do just one big batch in the morning. The pita bread, the dough comes from Israel. We bake it here. And we've been doing it since the day one that we open up here. And people uh, rave about that. Now it's a different time, so it's all takeouts. We've been blessed with very steady uh, flow of people. And uh, we, this place keeps really extremely busy. I live in Sanibel. Have a nice day, guys. Thank you. And obviously, the Sanibel people are supporting our business just about over nine years, together with the rest of the Bay Area. And I have nothing but good things to say about Sanibel.
3: Now, how did you discover Falafel Stop? So, I
5: live in the South Bay, so Sunnyvale is very easy for me to go to. And, you know, I, I would always go there um, for like dinner or lunch with my family. And this, honestly, this place is a gem. It's probably the best falafel I've ever had. And, I, and I'm a vegetarian, I've eaten a lot of falafel. There's a lot of falafel places out there. Mm-hmm. And I, what I love about Falafel Stop is that they also have not just falafel, but they also have shawarma, and you can get gyros, and you can also have meat, um, which is, you know, great for you know, vegetarians and uh, meat lovers alike. Mm-hmm. But the falafel is insanely good. You go up, and they, they make their pitas in-house, which is really unique to falafel With dough, style. actually,
3: that comes in from Israel. Mm. It's oh, imported yeah. Israeli that's, dough. That's yeah.
5: insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's probably why their, their pitas They're are so, so good, good. Yeah. <laughs> and um, their hummus is extremely creamy, right. and, and I absolutely love how easy it is. It's almost kind of like pick what you want in your pita kind of mm-hmm. style. And I always get the falafel, and um, yeah. I love how crispy it is. And right when you break it, you can see the steam coming out. And mm-hmm. it just,
1: when you eat it, it just,
5: like, melts in your mouth. Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. you two
1: have when you went? Danielle, so what did I you have? I had the falafel salad, mm-hmm. uh, which was really outstanding. Um, I liked how you can see them make the falafel. Um, there's this machine up to the side, and it spits out the falafel into a vat of oil. And so it's, like, it's really fresh. Um, it's crispy but soft on the inside and it had a lot of flavor to it. And then with the salad, it was like so many different textures and things, so pickles, onions, lettuce, tomato, everything just spread out, and I loved how it was separated.
3: (laughs) 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 Which is kind of hard for (laughs) a (laughs) salad. Yes, yes, so I I can at least see what I'm
1: eating, and I enjoyed every last bite. And what about you, Satya?
0: So I also had the falafel, and uh, I'm gonna have to say like sorry to my mom real quick because I agree it was actually the best falafel I've ever had.
5: Oh, <laughs> so happy to hear that. It <laughs> is. Yeah,
0: I gotta say sorry again. But yeah, it was honestly like the best falafel I've ever had. There's a reason they're Michelin recommended. Honestly, right. like their food's really solid. The falafel. I think was layered perfectly so that like each bite was like different every time I took a bite. You would get some like layers with a lot of vegetables in it, so a lot of pickles and a lot of sharp onions and stuff like that that really like cut through the deep flavors of the hummus and the mm-hmm. falafel. So it was really well done for me, honestly.
1: Did you have anything else? I had the Masha, Masha Basha, so it's the hummus plate. The hummus, oh my gosh, it's so creamy and velvety. It's like. You know, you get the hummus in the store and it's in the container. But no, this was soft and creamy and it complemented everything that was in the plate Mm -hmm. with the lemon juice and the hot sauce. It was fantastic.
3: So when you get that fresh hummus, it's nothing like it, right? So
5: I also tried the savage, which um, it's it's more of an eggplant centered dish. Mm-hmm. So they have the fried eggplant with the hard boiled egg and same toppings and everything. Mm-hmm. The savage was pretty good. I would definitely recommend it for anyone who's an eggplant lover, um, hard boiled egg lover.
3: And what about you? Mm-hmm. You got yeah. through the falafel and?
0: Yeah, we also ordered the classic hummus plate. Which, uh, when we first opened it and looked at it, I was like, oh no, what did we do? Because like, it just looks like watery and messy and goopy. And when I was about to go for a bite, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. But the second I did, I was like, OK, I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> oh, are you worried about that? Yeah, can you enjoy it? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Taste-wise, okay. it was you great. Didn't, you didn't it was just like the way suspicious. Okay. Yeah, I was very worried before I took a bite, but then afterwards yeah. I was like, yes, I understand. Yeah. Because it's about the same ingredients as the falafel, mm-hmm. but I think they put a lot more emphasis on the hummus, a lot more on like the spices they add in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flavor is much deeper than I would say the falafel flavors are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: what about desserts? dessert. Yeah, you
5: know, I feel like this place is not really known for desserts. More, you know, they're falafel and um, their their meats, but their Bavarian cream. That's s- what they're known so for. good. Yes. That's what they're known for. Um, it was like the perfect layering of your thin little base of cream with the chocolate sauce on top. You have to have it cold. When I had it, it was so. Good. It tasted like an ice cream sundae.
0: It tastes almost exactly like whipped cream, mm-hmm. but, like, the texture's a lot thicker. It's more like a cream cheese kind of texture. Mm-hmm. It has, like, more uh, granularity to it in the bite, but the chocolate sauce and the whipped cream taste, of course, like, always pairs well, and, like, it was a very good way to end the meal, for sure. Yeah.
1: Did you, did you have dessert? No, I'm bummed out now that I didn't get the dessert, <laughs> but the lady told me that someone had came in previously and bought... The last one, oh. the, last with the last one, oh. and I'm looking oh. over at that person and I'm like, okay, I maybe I, can I just no. fight you for it or, <laughs> one bite, can I just yeah. get just a little spoonful? You can't tell me you were doing it for the show. <laughs> yeah. One bite, I just right. yeah. need one bite. Right, right, right. right. So I'm right. So, definitely we'll go back right. and okay.
3: hopefully yeah. can try okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of price.
0: It was very reasonable, is what I would say. Yeah, yeah once you get out of San Francisco, prices go down for sure, <laughs> <laughs> is what i noticed. But everything was super fair and, like, the portions were huge. You could just eat one of those things and be, like, satisfied for sure. Did
1: you take any home? I did. Yeah, I did. I took the falafels home. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they were excellent. Yeah.
3: All right, this is your spot, Sharon. Wrap it up for us.
5: For amazing falafel and probably the best Mediterranean food you will ever have. I'm not kidding when I say best. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check out Falafel Stop.
3: All right, and Satya.
0: For falafel better than my mom's falafel, check out Falafel Stop.
1: <laughs> okay, and Danielle. For the best falafels that I've ever had and the best hummus, Check out the Falafel Stop. If you
3: would like to try Falafel Stop, it's located on Sunnyvale Saratoga Road at Fremont in Sunnyvale. It's open for lunch and dinner every day and the average tab per person without drinks is around $15. Post your favorite food shots on Instagram at hashtag Bay Area Bites. And have a chance to see your food pics on the show. Danielle has a long history of watching Check, Please! Bay Area with her mom and aunt. She's been a vegan for about two years and loves to share her passion for delicious vegan eats. Today, she's touting her spot, Nick's on Grand.
2: We turned vegan together, like, when was that, five years ago, yeah. something before, five years ago?
8: I wasn't vegan or vegetarian at all when I met Kenny. I was full on Filipina pork eating woman. I know that my fear was when turning vegan that I would miss out on a lot of these things that I used to eat when I was a kid, you know? I mean, I ate a lot of meat. It was a heavy meat culture. This is the jambalaya that we make in house. And so I feel like I created dishes that I miss and I'm just glad people like it.
2: The idea is that people can have things that they might miss from their non-vegan days or show people that are scared of turning vegan because they will never yeah. be able to have these things again, that yeah. you can absolutely have every single thing that you used to have. Yeah. And, and lots of times it tastes better, I think.
8: Right, it's uh, better for you. It's definitely better yeah. for
2: you, better for the planet.
8: Sixty-five percent of our customers are non-vegan. They just come here because the food is good.
2: The vegan food, I believe, is the future. So, when the governor decided to make that call...
8: We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what people were doing. I mean, were, we're thinking maybe, are people gonna show up? Are people gonna actually come? So, we decided to shorten our hours and work it ourselves. How are
2: you? The bright side of it is, all the awesome people that keep supporting us,
8: Oh yeah, and, um, our regular customers. They come in like three to four times a week. Yeah. Just to support us and it's amazing.
2: Yeah, We'd, and it gives you hope too that like there, there are so many really good people and okay. we, can, we can figure this out by supporting one another and
3: <laughs>
2: trying to be beautiful.
3: Yeah. Danielle, so you've been vegan for a couple of years. It's interesting because this restaurant really went vegan a couple of years ago, didn't right. it? Right, you know, it, right. It has a background as a very meat-heavy yes. restaurant.
1: So I found this restaurant, um, I work in this in South San Francisco. So um, it's right around the corner from my job. So it was this easy, you know, place. And my coworker said, hey, you don't eat meat. Let's go here, you know, for mm-hmm. some Filipino food. Okay, you know, sure. But it blew my mind. Um, I didn't have to ask whether things were plant-based or not mm-hmm. because everything is in 100% percent One hundred percent. the whole menu. My go-to dish is the lumpia. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was- it was so crispy, yeah. on in, you know, and then just, you know, all the flavors on the inside, and the substitute meat. I hate to call it that, but that's what it is. And also the lechon kawali, uh, which yeah. is reminiscent of pork belly.
6: It's, yeah. its
1: I'm like, how did they get it to look and even mock the fattiness and the meat? And they're right. in layers. And, oh, my God, this looks like pork belly, but right. it's not. So, Did you and, ever eat meat? Um, I did I, okay. did. I did. So it's, oh, it's I do remember, you right. know, what it tastes like, and right. it tastes, you know, it's spot on on mm-hmm. the taste of the pork belly.
0: Did you have the lumpias as I well? I had the as well. Okay, I had a vegetarian one, them. though.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: I don't think they had the faux meat in there. And it's very similar to, like, a spring roll is what I would say in terms of flavor, but, like, they use a lot more mild ingredients in the interior and a lot more soft-boiled instead of fried ingredients. So it was corn, it was peas, it was carrots, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where the flavor of the exterior actually came out more as a result of it.
5: All right, what did you have to eat here? So I ordered the lumpia, but they didn't have the lumpia, so I was really sad about that. Yeah, and And you didn't
3: reach over to somebody else's table and And get the lumpia. Yeah, I
5: I wish, but um, I ended up getting the crab cakes instead. I mean, it was it was very reminiscent of like fish and tartar sauce, and I went with a coworker who really really enjoys seafood, and he could see how it was reminiscent of like you know fish. So, but I think my favorite was the sea cig was oh, the yeah. Was, yeah. On was on the on the sizzling yes. platter. Yeah, it wasn't like fake meat. It was just tofu and, yeah. you know, veggies and I liked how simplistic it was. Like, you know, there was no fake meat involved. Yeah. It right. was just the tofu with the veggies and it was sizzling, which was so cool and we had that with the garlic rice. Amazing. Yeah, so so good. You all agree? This is this is a,
3: yeah.
0: this a favorite yeah. for all of you. Yeah. yeah. Did you have that? You had that I as did well. as well. Yeah. This was the first thing I ordered on the menu as well because it said tofu, and I was like, oh yeah, perfect. Like I know I like tofu, and it was definitely like a good choice. The flavors were super sharp, super acidic, uh, salty, and. The soy sauce cut through like, the yes. dish very well. But it was balanced. It
1: was balanced, yeah, it, was balanced.
2: balanced. it was very balanced, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And the tofu definitely helped round out the flavor as well, because it's more mild as a result, yeah.
1: And I always like the presentation, um, when you yeah. go with someone that's never been, and it comes to your plate sizzling, and the smoke's everywhere, and they're like, oh, God, what is this? Yeah. So, and then it doesn't taste like tofu. You know, some people think tofu tastes like cardboard, no, this taste doesn't really taste different. like much. You have to and pair it with right. things <laughs> to make it taste good. Right. So, fair, yeah. yeah. So no, it, it was paired correctly with the you know, the yeah. correct amount of spices and mm-hmm. you know, the vegetables. So I really
0: enjoyed that dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very yeah. soy saucy, very lemony. Right. Yeah. Right. It yeah. was mm-hmm. good, yeah. So
1: that was a
5: star dish. Anything else? Yeah, so because I really like Nixon Grand. um, I also ordered the ube pancakes, Mm -hmm. so it was a weekend special. And so we had the ube pancakes, and ube is like a sweet potato. potato. And it's purple. It's a really Mm -hmm. pretty color. And then we had the fake bacon with it. I've had bacon. Um, I'm not a fan of bacon, but I'm a fan of this bacon. This bacon <laughs> this is really, really good. And when you pour the maple syrup on the ube pancakes, you taste the sweet potato. You know, sometimes when you eat pancakes, they're just so doughy and thick and you don't like them. And But this was, like, perfect with that bacon. It just, I, I definitely would share it because, you know, it is a little on the heavier side. But, yeah, very, very good dish.
0: So what about value? Uh, value? I think it was fair. Yeah. yeah. It was a little on the higher price, I feel like, for, like, a a typical dinner, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, but, but you said the service was good. The service was really good, yeah. So mm-hmm. I would definitely, like, I don't mind the price is what I would say, but it's mm-hmm. just, like, a little bit on the higher end okay, is what I would say. You
5: agree on that? Or yeah, would... and I feel like vegan food generally is pretty pretty expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's a little on the higher price. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, for this, I would say you definitely, it's great food. Yeah. So I would pay for this, for That's sure. Fair, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is
3: your spot, Danielle. Wrap it up for us.
1: So if you're looking for a traditional 100% plant-based Filipino food, Nick's your place.
0: Uh, For a unique experience that you probably won't get anywhere else, I'd recommend Nixon Grand.
3: Okay, and Sharon?
5: Vegan or not vegan, you have to check this place out and get the ube pancakes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to try Nixon Grand, it's located on Grand Avenue at Airport Boulevard in South San Francisco. It's open for lunch and dinner every day with brunch on the weekends, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $25. I want to thank my guests on this week's show, Satya Patel, who invited us to his funky Indian fast food spot in San Francisco, Curry Up Now. Sharon Bansal, who shared her Mediterranean-influenced Israeli eatery in Sunnyvale, Falafel Stop. And Danielle Pace, who brought us to her favorite place for plant-based Filipino eats in South San Francisco, Nick's on Grand. Join us next time when three more guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sbrocco, and I'll see you then. Cheers. Right, cheers. cheers. Cheers to you guys. Nice. had fun? Cheers, guys. We really want to hear about your experiences at any of the restaurants we've been talking about. So keep in touch with us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget that you can watch any of the shows on our website at kqed.org checkplease. It's where you'll find links to the restaurants and my notes on the wines we're drinking today. Cheers!
4: Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible by the members of KQED and by the following sponsors whom we gratefully acknowledge for their steadfast support during these uncertain times.
7: Cooking is the first kind of love you know. It was starting when I was a child, with my grandmother doing fresh pasta, and now I transmit it to all the guests. is something made specially for them.
3: Oceana Cruises, proud sponsor of Check, Please! Bay Area.
5: It's the transplant procedure that didn't just save one life. It saved six. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health
4: a Bay Area airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com. Total Wine & More, offering more than 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and 3,000 spirits. Total Wine & More, now with nine Bay Area locations. TotalWine.com. At Redwood Credit Union, we help people achieve their financial goals together. Offering customized, full-service personal and business banking for the North Bay and San Francisco. Redwood Credit Union.